0: Welcome to the Vouchat Podcast, and here's your host, Mr. Robbie Kane. And you're very
1: welcome along to Vouchat, a podcast show talking to business owners who are signed up to Vouchat. That is the enterprise from the bosses, Callum and Brad, who are here with me today. Hello, guys. How are you? What's about rubber yourself? Yes, it's going good. Fair play to you. Good, now, you, you brought this guest in with me today, Ray Couser, the owner and founder of the Bagel Bar Coffee House. Ray, pleasure to speak to you. One of my favourite shops I go to quite a lot. For someone who is unaware of it, please forward sell it for me.
2: Great, how are you? It's good to be here. Um, the Bagel Bar Coffee House is a fast, casual food concept for coffee sandwiches. Uh, that kind of covers a range of different things as well. We do our own salads and soups. Uh, it has a broad appeal to our customer base. Uh, I would say it appeals to 18 to 35 year olds, but it doesn't, appeal appeals to everybody, young students, old age pensioners, uh, young mums, the whole lot, and it's uh, gone 15, nearly 16 years. Um, and We had in the height of it, before our horrible recession that everyone went through, about 25 of them, and we closed a lot of them and then refocused and shifted it to an international market which we did in the Middle East and North Africa. Um, It has a range of specialty coffees, uh, your usual kind of bagels, our signature bagel sandwiches, which we had, I think, 18 or 20, maybe 16 now. Callum, who is one of the guys from Voucher, as you say, is uh, one of my close friends i'm and a slave
0: i'm a slave <laughs> uh, yeah um, i'm we, still a slave
2: yeah we worked together for i don't know the best to the 20 years we, kn- we know each other over 20 years so Callum's come and gone in various guises for different things he wanted to do and and, and always come back and we work together travel the world together mad stories together cross borders broke loads of rules we shouldn't cross
0: us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh, had a great time doing it, so that's probably, like in a nutshell, the business was well, for the customer and, for, and the business for me as an owner and uh, a, a, a director, and then Callum working in the business. We kind of grew it together and Developed into our roles, we really didn't know what we were doing in the beginning. And so, uh, it was
1: your brainchild, and you just managed to grab him along and say, Come on, I have a business idea here, let's go. Because yeah. Cool. at the yeah. end of the day, like everyone loves lunches if they can afford it. right? Yeah. The bagels I know are like kind of a big dollop of bread, yeah. let's be honest, all right? Yeah. Skinny, mini like myself, bit of a belly going on there. Yeah. So, I mean, I do love it, so I do enjoy it every time I have one. I right, mean, that's what the Guinness. It, yeah, that's the
0: Guinness.
1: <laughs> but was, that, was that always the concept when you decided to come up with this? Because, I mean, now it's all like about PC health. Fitness and that kind of stuff. Going back about 10-15 years ago, it wasn't really to the point that
2: that over in this country. Uh, well, actually, before we even opened the business, um I'd worked. Uh, I'd worked abroad. I'd worked in England and Italy and Australia. And when I was in Australia, I noticed like lots of the food offerings for for people there. It was just crazy. You could like in the city in Sydney mm. at the time, which is like twenty five years ago, uh, the, the range of uh, different international foods and, and done in a sandwich based product. Mm. So they take Turkish kebabs and turn them into sandwiches and, the, and Italian and Indonesian and Asian and all different types of food. Yeah. So when I came back to Ireland, I hadn't lived here for maybe 10 years. Um, and I, when I came back, I was working for banks, I was in IT, so I used to set up dealer systems for, you know, stock exchanges and worked for, worked for mad companies, worked for uh, Kerry Packer and in um, Bankers Trust, they had this American franchise of a, ba- a bank in Sydney, which was amazing, so the the, the money was good and was great, I was young, uh, but I never really wanted to stay in that. And when I came back, I worked for the stock exchange here and AIB and I helped set up uh, uh, banking premier banking you know banking 365 before it was called that all great and interesting but really was I kind of fell into that and I didn't really want to do it but I always kind of wanted to set my own kind of foodie sandwich thing up and O'Brien's was really taking off here mm. and it was like formulated as opposed to your usual kind of cafe you know one-man band kind of setup, nice little kind of shops but, but no brands and O'Brien's were opening everywhere and people were signing up to them and I was like I could do a better job than that or do something different so we played around with lots of different things and came up with the bagel idea because uh, there was only one other guy really doing that here. Um, it's a bagel, and we they were on the, the the north side in I think the Epicurean. That's gone now. And we opened up in this little small unit that I could see out my window from the bank on Tara Street. AAB. And uh, I done a deal with the landlord. Became a good friend. Opened up that store and I knew Callum because he was working in another brand. And we had loads of interest in. I used to go around and the bagels to different cafes and he decided
0: to come work for me. He used to come in and waffle the head off me and will you buy yeah. my
2: bagels? And it, it was up. bad because I said him, we're going to open this franchise and we're going to take it all around the world and we're going to do this, this and this and I was going 90 miles an hour and he started working together. We used to open one shop, two shops, three shops and then we kind of rolled it out and... Uh, It was great and had lots of fun and the staff were brilliant. So
1: basically you saw the knowledge of food all across the world. You brought it back down. The idea is to here
2: to kind of put it into
1: your bagel. That's the point I was trying to say. Like, you know, the limits of what it was back in the 90s and the 90s about people not really caring what they're eating with bread-wise. Now it's kind of limited to what you want to do for the diets and that kind of stuff. So there is more thought intake to how you do it now than what you would have done about 15 years ago.
2: Yeah, well, even back then, like, instead of a standard sandwich, the range of flavours of bagels we had and it complemented the fillings. And we were really, you know, pushing the coffee and the products, but we had a good time doing it. Like the, yeah, the you staff, enjoyed it, you ate them
1: all. Yeah, yeah. But the staff were good. Like the
2: staff. Like I, I can't honestly tell you the first shop we had. <laughs> at christmas time the place would be full of christmas cards and the customers if if, if staff if, if the customer were sick <laughs> remember carol she used to go visit the customers in hospital why and bring them and, and you got sick s- in the bagels no, <laughs> <when, when, laughs> like, yeah. well, i don't know any other like kind of cafes at the time that were around that if a customer went on holidays they'd send us postcards from where they were, right? and if they spotted any bagels or any bagel type products they'd send us in cards at Christmas time, the amount of cards and press the customers loved the brand and they are really behind it. And anywhere we opened the new shop, if they seen it, they'd come in and tell us, oh, we've seen your other shop. And it was just great. And then it rolled into, it became a good kind of brand that we were trying to... Get there. Yeah, f- yeah. formalise, and then improve ways of delivering the product. And we lost a little bit of something at that time, to be honest with you, how we did it. But the, 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 the people that were in it and the, the staff that were in it and their customer base at the time, it was really creative and it was hard work but but people loved the product and we it's got like great feedback was it it was like yeah that, yeah yeah and yeah. um, we had loads of fun away we like Callum's does comedy and does other things and he's very creative and I like that and we have a very similar sense of humors, and we like drinking Guinness and we like going to the pub and every Friday the staff <laughs> went to Mulligans and we oh, all a great pub Yeah know? Hold on, look at the ad Mulligans a great place for beer and Guinness yeah. <laughs> and getting drunk on Friday nights uh, and we did all that so the vibe mm. of the, the, the staff was great we never really changed staff there was only four full-time staff at the time mm.
1: did, you, did you cook these bagels as
0: well? Yeah, or you made yeah them, them? Mm. Did you just eat them or just, you know No, I just ate them you Just ate them all the time no, yeah. Let Ray explain where we got them from. So we, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't bake them on the spot. Like we,
2: we were, we were originally buying them in and uh, buying them in from a supplier. And it, actually, I'm meeting a guy, Daniel Smith. He works for Musgrave. He's one of their kind of senior managers of uh, development, and uh, he's a friend. So I've managed over the 15, 16 yeah. years to meet and hold on to actual friends, genuine friends that you'd see at Christmas, you see throughout the year, you meet up with. It wasn't just about business, and, and they weren't friends because we were doing business with them. Lots of things, when we were having problems with things, they'd done stuff for us, it wasn't about money, it wasn't about anything like that, um, and we still held on to those people about how we did business and the way we were. because they, I mean, you don't, don't always work with people they like, but they used to like what we <laughs> were doing, we used to have good times and good fun and we've done lots of amazing things that people thought well, two scroats really from Dublin like wouldn't they get away with you know I don't yeah. know who you, yeah, you thing about you're, it, Brad, you're yeah. Brad not me, not me. <laughs> two scroats
1: Brad you've got to feel left out of this conversation here because obviously you know you're from the opposite side of the world you have different kind of food tastes and ethics um, what do they mean kind of a forward seller over there in Australia and New Zealand as well
2: but he's even
0: forced, isn't it? He? Oh, so no, he's a
1: yeah, oh, same. Yeah, same. same. You Yeah, would they have
2: loved the bagel
1: bar over there? Would they have
0: said? Oh yeah, yeah. bagels are huge over yeah, there, particularly yeah. in Sydney. Are they bigger like, than Irish? Because you know the Americans ones well, are huge. Everything's always bigger. No, Yeah. No. But the they're just far I'm away. Yeah, did it come back to you? You yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't have any kangaroo in
1: it, did you? Because you eat all that sort of stuff, but they're like we're different food. Have which yeah. salmon we which animal, which chickens, which
0: yeah, not a lot of people know that.
2: that that's that's the main I get stable of kangaroos, bagels. Yeah, I can get that
0: every night actually for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> the oh yeah. Sorry, so it's just had a message to go mad.
1: so would it be a big sell over there apart from the intake Bush- of food that we're used to here in Ireland compared to what they eat in Australia? bagels be very yeah. common
0: very yeah. popular particularly for lunches and stuff here yeah
1: and the lunch insects because I mean you, you get your deal you get your bagel you get your coffee you get your tea you combine into one I mean it's like a brand of drink that you like to go back to all the time once yeah. it stands out you want to go back to a regular basis for you yeah. You know exactly what you're getting yeah. I love the cream cheese and, and all and just the, the taste you mentioned Christmas there was turkey and cranberry I think of one of the bagels I tasted yeah. before yeah we do a
2: Christmas bagel every year we brought it out people loved it um, when we, when we developed when yeah. we developed the menu actually a, a, a neighbour it's, it's kind of mad how all works so out I bought a house and the guy that was two dollars up for me um, Paul Cartwright he's a uh, chef or part he's chef and part owner of uh, Rowley's in Ballsbridge, and he's a really good mate as well I've known him 20 years and I used to ask him I used to eat in the place and then he'd call up to me and chefs are always told we didn't want to make dinner we'd make roast chicken and sit down have a yap and and chill out and he uh, basically said I'd help you do the testing and we tested it in the house mm. of the different things we wanted to put in them shortlisted what we were going to do and then how we sold it and at the price point we put it in a lot of our customers in the beginning, we noticed, were women. And women have, like, they control, I'm not being sexist, I don't know how to say it, but, you know, when they're getting yeah. married or living in a the house, they control the, the household with the yeah, show, all the yeah, stuff know, yeah. So when they want to say it, they're like, we're getting married, and blood goes, right, go ahead, whatever, yeah, doing yeah. that. And they save for it. Yeah. They go, I'm spending this much per day, I'm going to have lunch of this, I like a variety. They are not going to eat every day because no one does that. Yeah. But mostly people have sandwiches. They don't care what you eat. Generally, it's a sandwich well, soup, and a coffee, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, well, if you charge X amount, like mm. I know I'm going to have just twenty or eighteen bagels on the menu, that have different flavors. Even if they ate three times a week, but actually, when we opened the full shop, we'd see the same customer every day to come in the morning. They when it only opened from half seven to half three. It wasn't like a, an all day. It was a real like in and out business. And uh, then we met lots of guys, actual media, the guys who own all those magazines. They lived across. In the business where Apollo House was, you know where they had done yeah, all the and homeless and last and year. That was the tax office. Beside Mulligan's. and then the HSC, we'd have all, <laughs> all this free advertisement. You would <laughs> have all the usual HSC guys that yeah. would come in, and they'd be they'd be out doing all the health, the health and safety. And they'd come in and order toast and tea and sit at the table forever. We'd only got, I think we'd fifteen seats in it. It was tiny. Mm-hmm. But I was only saying it to cafe today. We at lunchtime, literally there would be a queue, on the street mm-hmm. up to the door into this cafe, up the counter and out. And the the four or five was. It, it did have a real New Yorkie vibe to how yep. it went on and it was all wrapped up in plain bags And but they loved it mm. and, and we loved doing it as well and because the, 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 we didn't open weekends we didn't. We, I think we opened Saturdays for a couple of hours there was a rugby match on Mulligans would be out and all the crew would be in there drinking the staff would come in the, the guys would come in and then they'd be gone pissed off at 2 o'clock and we'd be out of there and that was only for a while but Monday to Friday it was like a perfect little moment of when I set it up all the guys around us And some of those customers, like Paul McCann, the guy from Grant Thornton, the the senior partner, I don't think senior partner now, anything that happened in in the recession, God love him, he's a good mate, but if it was bought, sold or amalgamated, he was the guy that was doing it. He was one of our best customers and became a mate uh, and, and advised us and helped us in loads of things. Yeah, you is you the recession you had 25 stores you had opened in, yeah. in the recession yeah, yeah. you came from came to he was a huge uh help in doing legal stuff for us his crew in the solicitors lots of business people that really genuinely liked us mm. did stuff without payment just to like help us and then obviously as we went on they they worked and did you know business for us and and, and we and were paid uh, accordingly but they were genuinely interested in the brand and seen it grow and loved us growing with it and and you know they'd come out on night sale and we'd meet them when we were out in the pub they were the same like they yeah. finished on a Friday they got they the audience or whatever yeah you bump into them and as we went through the whole lot of it um the the the, the product has stayed the same we've reduced some of the flavors taking it abroad to other countries was crazy Callum's developed lots of. Uh, Sandwiches as we went along. His taste buds have got shit on
0: now because of alcohol <laughs> and <laughs> old age. Well, this is, but but <laughs> we'll, we'll, this is. No, we're going to wait though. We're going to see. Yeah, we're we'll yeah. so in here. We've just, we'll, we've just launched vegan. the vegan vegans. The vegan basil, the, yeah. the vegans oh, out there.
1: I mean, everyone goes vegan uh, in January. Do you know how hard it is, it is it to catch a vegan and cook one? It's really difficult. Yeah, really yeah. really <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Hey there. Are you a business owner who would like to sell online gift vouchers from your own website? or be listed on the Voucher App website. If so, please get in touch. There are no setup fees. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook to see exactly what we're doing. We can even get you here on this podcast. So for more information, please contact us at info at You won't regret it catch a vegan it's and cook
2: one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really difficult, yeah, yeah. but we've managed to do it, we have a whole container Very rare, rare. very rare, very rare. rare, a lot of
1: people in family, especially young people, the young generation, yeah. the millenniums and all the people who were born yeah. there, are all going vegan to a point, not not fully, kind of, with the, the diets, yeah. people over certain age, I'm 45, I'm never going to stop eating meat to a point, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is part of the new characteristic of young people, yeah. um, the killing of animals, you know, pigs, cows, yeah. that kind of stuff, you know. Twitter, social media is It's rampant with all these videos. It does put you off to a point. But it's not all about that. It's about the health consciousness as well, so isn't it? Do you have to compete with that? How did you get to the basis of saying, yes, the vegan uh, recipe and menu is going to be there? I need to call them sample it for you.
2: Look, (laughs) uh, we, we were like, as we went along in the business, genuinely, I'd say we were ahead of the game like a number of times with different things, but too far ahead of the game. Yeah, Because in the IT part, we set up Oh, I think we were, I think in 2003, you could order online from the IFSC. We used to do this thing, Pick uh, it up. Bagel yeah. Tours Days, with this American company. And I don't know how many we did want on a Thursdays, A hundred or whatever. And we'd make them all up. And all the American guys that worked in it and the Irish people that worked for them would order what they wanted. they have, you know, Bagel Tours Day and Pizza Tuesday. And they'd pay for it all. Yeah. And we did that. But then we did order online from the IFSC. And what really happened was we set it all up. And it made no difference because guys, you still get a pen, right it on a blank bit of paper, two classic clubs, fax it in, no name, <laughs> no <laughs> nothing, and I'd then turn up at lunchtime and go, where's the classic clubs? The place yeah, pack. yeah, I mean, I mean, the we packed. And we go. On but we got we to really, know the people. Yeah, so they yeah. would come in and the staff, genuinely, the staff behind the counter would spot someone with like 30 people in the shop queuing up and a guy or a girl walk through the door and they'd go, Oh, that's like, you know, the classic club, but that's the Italian. And <laughs> The things- classic club is amazing. That was yeah, all of but, my favourite. But the yeah. Italian job, do you know who they were, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So we were ahead of game in that. And then in terms of, say, being a good company, you know, all these companies yeah. jump on the bandwagon now. Like, we help grow flowers and the culture, open orphanages. Culture. And we do all the bullshit that they try and tell you. But really deep down, it's about the dollar and making money. Because so if you're not making any money, it's it's no one it's all about. It's no business. But yeah, yeah. with us, we kind of had a bit of fun with it. So we're going... We're not the we run a business but we give a good product, good service, and it, and it's a decent price point. And then we, we gave you know, we sponsor things and done things. We didn't really show about it or do whatever mm. things that we thought would help us. We made mistakes sometimes with big branding. Remember in the when the when Ryder Cup was here a friend of mine mo- it's crazy because a, a friend of mine was in tv production she actually works in operation transformation stuff now at von kinslow at the school she's a great girl and she's a ghostwriter for a lot of different books and all she's an yeah. amazing she's good, good crack great crack and uh, she just got in touch with me and then had friends that worked in satanta and they just ring it and go oh you know do you want to do an ad Or we give you a spot ad, mm-hmm. and where it costs like bundles to do this we were getting these like stinger ads in the right of cook for a grand or whatever and we did this ad, and a friend who Colin was in a band with, and there's another friend of mine, Alan. He, oh, well, yeah. he done some little music thing for us, and we'd done a video that we made on the fly, and we put it out, and things like that. We yeah. did all these things, and people used to go, Oh my god. And we had, like, I think. I, not, actually not, I, not, had, not, I still have the music. do Yeah, let New, me do it again. New York, <laughs> And it was. Uh, <laughs> <actually there> was <laughs> believe it or not, we couldn't tell him at the time. It was something like Steppenwolf or Wolfgang, something, some guy. We took the sample off that. And uh, then a guy did an interview, uh, and I just got on with him of, uh, uh, what's the David Murphy, he's in RTE now. He was in The Indo, he was the business sub-editor. Just gone through the most of being a journalist, I met him, done an interview, had a bit of crack with him, yapping away. Never said a word to me, and then the business, uh, the business edition of The Indo uh, uh, came out. You know, it's the biggest yes, circulation of that uh, each year, it's all the budget. And on the business page, the front page, a massive spread about us. Followed mm-hmm. me in the shop and all the debate and, I, and people ring me up going how did you get that and, and genuinely was just they liked us they ate in the shop yeah. became friends had a yap To genuinely were interested in it it was a good real good you know a, a good vibe thing things just happened along we did all this the 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 writer cup ads we got in Then we did that, and then we won, like one franchise, past the year, we joined the franchise association. That was just happening all around then. O'Brien's would win every year, they'd have it in some hotel. You'd pay for a table, you'd bring people. It was a night out, really, and uh, I was coming out. Oh, we need a few awards. Awards are great, and yeah, winning awards are lovely, but Very they don't well. actually mean the anything. Piece, yeah. They don't mean anything, right? Unless you're doing something amazingly massive, voted by someone. Say that to Anton Deck. So, <laughs> uh, it doesn't mean anything. It's all bullshit. Like that's <laughs> all to sell things. But really, at the end of the day, it was nice to have them. But you were kind of. You're part of something that you're, you're paying for, and they wanted to promote something, so they got something in return.
1: So basically what you're trying to say to me is, even though you're a kind of a shrewd businessman, you were an influencer way before the influencers became you know well-known now. Because on social media, Instagram, they're trying to forward sell stuff, but you were actually doing it way ahead of them, unknown to the fact you were doing it. Well,
2: believe it or not, Callum, our sense of humor, we just laugh at it, mad obscure <laughs> things all the time. And you can't travel around the world with someone and be in crazy places (laughs) like in Lahore, I think we were the only white guys in Lahore. Pakistan, Pakistan, Moscow, Azerbaijan, I see Kuwait, Dubai, Qatar, all these places. Yes, yeah, mad. That was the maddest one. We came out and it was literally like (laughs) thousands Pakistani people at the airport mm. in the car were just like just looking at us and we came out mm. and went, What the hell is going on? I yeah. recognised him. He, he, was called, <laughs> he, he actually believed he was going to get kidnapped by ISIS. <laughs> <he> was <laughs> <Very
0: funny. laughs> I was laughing <laughs> at the hotel room, it was funny, it was really funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we turned up to Pakistan for the first time. Actually, I was on my own at the time and I was googling everything. I was, all I could think was googling was ISIS. ISIS, i going to get my head chopped off here, right? <laughs> but you get there. Why? just, just yeah. very fearful Pakistan yeah, yeah. but anyway you get there right? get your head it's chopped like, off a bear would do, you know know <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that put an in Indiana Jones your man's walking going Indy yeah, Indy yeah, yeah. and there's a shit going on everywhere right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I literally walked out and there's like a million Pakistani lads just I'm staring you, at me and I'm going erm mm. um, Taxi, taxi, <laughs> taxi for looking around like, and you're looking at, they're just like, they're just all staring at you, it, it, took, t- t- ten it heads. took him 10 days to get a little bit of
2: a tan, and then he was blended in. it, because he has a Pakistani yeah. look, really I mean, he looks yeah. a little like, you so know, he did look like, like my man, my man Friday, or my Saturday, when yeah. we were, I don't know if that, that should have said it, but he did look like that, I was walking around, and it was, uh, it was like that in That's the crazy. end the team, wasn't it, yeah. Yeah. you'd walk along, you see big crowds, and then they'd all park, and then I'd stroll through, and you're like. I remember I looking at your eyes, look at his no, eyes. No, they wanted to so uh, take
0: eyes out. We went to the fortress in Lahore, the, the, the fortress and mosque, Yeah And we uh, were walking around and literally it was like uh, we were like Jesus Moses was walking around. I was uh, Moses. The I was yeah, the, yeah, I was yeah, the yeah. Pakistani Moses. <laughs> and then we went around but they're all looking at his blue eyes and they're all like oh, look at his blue eyes. Yeah. And literally he was well to keep crazy. His yeah. They right. following you around and like very interesting
2: Uh, I used to get food poison on a regular basis anywhere we went and I'd have to work through it and I'd be in hospital beds and drips in my arm and Matt I got food poison in Moscow remember I made the food that that no one spoke English he was with me when we were in Dubai and they were building the shop and then he came to visit me I was in this lovely private hospital but when they they brought me into the hotel Uh, we were staying in the hotel sharing the room right now you can drink in dubai and it's okay people think it's very restricted but um you have to be married if you share a room no i don't mean they, 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 don't <laughs> accept they don't uh, they don't they uh, don't you top and tail each they or? don't accept uh, um oh yeah they, yeah they don't accept being gay but yeah. they accept if you're even a man or woman in a room or sharing a flat or in a hotel now, they don't look people go on holiday there's rules, you have there's to rules. It's rules. unless you're breaking yeah. them really badly but we certainly can we about sharing a room and I uh, don't know if I should tell you that Kyle has his nipple pierced he keeps it quiet but he likes that was a long time. But I've
0: got two of them and two-term, uh, two-term. He
2: was in the, we went to the hotel and he'd he <laughs> jump around we had a laugh but he'd be quite camp and uh, <laughs> I was sick in the bed for a long time and <laughs> they phone downstairs oh, and he this asked this has been totally he, he, ass, totally he asked the receptionist he says I said get a fucking doctor I'm really not well yeah. and he goes can you send up a doctor and the guy goes yes 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 sir and I'm lying there and like, I'm obviously losing fluids, I'm sweat. nauseous, I'm yeah, in bits, yeah, yeah. lying the bed. He comes out with a towel around the shower. and he's casual as fuck, thinking whatever. And he goes, there's a knock at the door and I hear him going out to the door and opening it. And the guy goes, "Here you goes, so here's your adapter. And he goes, a doctor, I want a doctor, not an adapter. <laughs> yeah. So they go back down, <laughs> is and it go, your adapter? Is it? They bring the doctor back up and uh, the doctor's a French guy and he gives me an injection, nausea or whatever and he puts a drip on and he says, there'll be a nurse back, he puts a hanger up over the bed and says, there'll be a nurse back in the nurse. put another one on, we'll see how you are. While I'm doing this, he's talking about what we can do. Meanwhile Twinkle Toe's there just bouncing around the bedroom with his towel Tell on, and his nipples pierced, and he comes out of the bathroom and he jumps, on, he jumps yeah, onto yeah. the bed this and he so touches minute. me on the nose like, you know, I told you if you already that. and I think your man thinks <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're together, You're close right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> we're go, he little there. buddy, man. <laughs> he's showing the uh, affection towards you. And, and the guy yeah. the doctor goes, Listen, I want to make sure in a very cool French accent, French Arabic accent goes. Like, lie still, we're re- re- rehydrating you, and uh, but make sure you don't use same towels and this <laughs> that and the other, and uh, and fluids and uh, share fluids. And uh, he's like, it, it, there's looking at me, and I'm going. So I know what he's talking about, but he didn't know. What he was I
0: can't cut me. What are you talking about?
2: <laughs> you yeah, don't drink out of the same bottles, and I'm thinking that's not what he's talking about, right? Lewis. right? We'll and uh, to the next, and as he uh... left, I said, "I told you they to think that." You don't be surprised if it's a knock on the door from the police, like yeah, and, uh, yeah. But they brought me to the hospital, and as he brought me to the hospital, um, I'm, I'm screaming mate, my ex wife now, But at the time, I'm in this ambulance. They bring me down eventually. Put me in the ambulance, and it's like an American ambulance, like a, like a, an estate car, it's not a big ambulance. So I'm in the back, he's in the front, and I had a bag that I used to take everywhere with all the, the shit we needed for work, like documents and this and like, He's asking for insurance, and I'm lying in the back going, Karen, screaming him, hysterically delusional. he's voice
0: names, they at me, the voice names, going, ah, Well, he's, trying to, he's trying to look for
2: a form. The guy's going, Hey, you got insurance, and I'm going, Yeah, but I don't know what it's called here. Like, you have a VHI, but it's called something else over there. Yeah partners that look after it and when he, and once he like got it, it so he took off like getting Senna out of the car park <laughs> on the speed ramps brings me to a German hospital He's in well, the waiting room, lying on the trot on the floor. I'm on the trolley, getting the nausea. Still
0: the no, thing. but he's like, <laughs> in the end, he's <laughs> going, he's going to life insurance. It's in the bag. It's in. It. I go. Okay, I look at the bag, and he goes, "It's in the pocket. It's in the pocket." There's about a million pockets. I'm going zip, 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 zip. He goes, "Not that pocket. Not that." Pocket. He goes, oh, "It's but, yeah. in the
2: bling pocket." I'm we in the hospital don't. then. I'm, I can't eat. I've got floods all over. Can the I place ask stuff. what you ate that made you the sick? Oh, you said you, said you I got. I think it was bur- quite well, last, I think it was a burger on the the plane that time. But we used to fly with. heavy. Hotel. A book in a hotel. We were staying hmm. in. Uh, Dope, d- what's the name of the hotel? <laughs> it's it just, it just, it slander. Anyway, no, don't, don't say. Don't, <laughs> don't say where. It's we a well-known hotel. It <laughs> be, uh, there. Uh, yeah. Listen, it wouldn't be the first time we got sued for something. So be grand. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it was an Irish guy. I Can't remember. It's a big, famous hotel. I know okay. exactly what hotel What is it? It's the Barrington's. Oh, Barrington's. Beautiful Barrington's. hotel, right? Really nice hotel, right? And the. Uh, What's the name Perfect. of the What's the name of the there's bars? From Dublin, <laughs> yeah. the the McGilligan's yeah, yeah, yeah. bar, yeah? <laughs> yeah, the first one in Dubai, super bar, right? We used to drink downstairs in the basement. Beautiful hotel. cases Case was there with Oh yeah, beautiful hotel, right? And uh, we stayed in it, and uh, whatever we ate. Then, but I went to the hospital. He comes back two days later, and he goes, "They're starting to pull down all the hard. This is in Dubai Mall, beautiful shop. Our right? first big, huge international shop. So I had to pull all the plugs out. ours hanging out we Rob, get dressed, and go to the site. We get it open, and it's walking away, and. Uh, to the hotel, and because he took us out, told them they thought there's no food. But if you were told food poison, they shut you down, they shut the whole hotel down. Well, so, what was right? happening with the coronavirus? Right, at but the they genuinely the states they, they, down, they literally yeah. turn up and close that's the way yeah, they are, right? Yeah. Go, you go, can't ahead. have milk out on the counter, and they're very they're strict in one way, but yeah. they're like crazy in way they, they don't even know out. what's going on, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 <coughs> and uh. The guy said, uh, We're really sorry, really sorry. The manager to him he said, Really sorry, can we send you up some rice? He says, Yeah, Ray has to eat like a little tiny gruel, piece of jelly, or you know, you're, you're not allowed to eat a lot of food, like a teaspoonful of rice. This guy brought up a bed of rice, four guys had to carry it, feed a village, right? And he left it on the table, but he left there with three nice days. Nice rice. And we kept coming in there working, he's going, That rice is still there. It's going, Is that like, any wonder no being dead from some over here? We had to ring him and go, Will you move the mountain of rice? And in the flowers I
0: bought you were still there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I ate the flowers. <laughs> well, it looks like you made a full speedy recovery. Anyway, thank God for that. We were talking about the business as well. You, you done those designs, the models of the shops themselves. Yeah, so loads the yeah. concept of that. with Bodhi is having an uh, assessment of it, or no, he's just, a great man. No, a, he just
0: I just don't go. That looks don't, real good. He's the <laughs> <a laughs> showman. <laughs> <his house. laughs> he yeah. That yeah. looks real just good. He does the impressions. Yeah, yeah. yeah, wears the towels. Yeah, up the trend of staff
2: and does all the stuff. I stand there stressing, shouting, screaming at loads of things. He included he then calms down we go for a beer at night to defuse ourselves yeah. and then go back and do it again the morning but it'd be, it'd be really tough <laughs> yeah. you'd have like guys that didn't speak english didn't yeah. speak the language uh the owners and the guys in the, the business that bought the brand would put the, the say the architects or the general tradesmen working in countries like you'd have to see how they work in pakistan it's like building the pyramids they can do anything and build anything and work around everything very in, in, mm. in, 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 lots of ingenuity when mm. they want to fix something but it was we were looking at how did they do but it was superb and then uh i designed them here uh with a girl d d um uh, dear uh, doyle she does all the stuff now still with us she's an architect but she's done all the design from years ago with a friend called terry he he's another mate who worked with my dad originally and
0: uh, he did the design yeah yeah and we, used to, we do we still do them all so terry we, who has a bike shop called cycle bike who actually sells vouchers. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah he so, has uh, the shop i originally yeah,
2: had a shop from years ago that i got off a jewish landlord who i met which was crazy um in the ravey days, a girl that used to be one of the people we'd meet out in clubs, she had a cafe thing as well, and she got this, I don't know how she got to lease. old singer-song machines used to be stored in it. Adrian's father had that franchise here for years. He moved to Israel, we took it off him, we were going to, tw- had an, an, a license from years ago as a restaurant, so we were going to turn it into a jazz bar off Cable Street, you know where all yeah. uh, Miss Panties is and all yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's a cool little vibey yeah, it's street good. there with it the Italian Yeah, it should be more developed, yeah. What they did with the Italian quarter, that has a natural little thing mm. with, like, say, uh, Asian food and Italian mm. restaurants. And they have a lot of jazz bars. So I'm saying to myself, "This are in Australia, we should do this jazz bar. Had it for years, we're going to put a cafe in it for a bit. Couldn't get all the things around it. And in the end, when the business, all, when the shit hit the fan and we had to change the business entirely and change lots of things about the stores, um, Terry was looking for a new thing to get out of design and wanted to do a thing with his mate who had bike shops. I said, oh, I have this thing. They ended up having that. They have it years now. They're, I think they're moving or doing something with like it. But site Bike, they do all the back to work scheme and all that. Deirdre worked to him. She still works with us. We've about 80 different designs that we've worked on. We can pull off a tablet of different things now. But like when you do, you, you do it with your eyes closed now. For when you walk into shops, like for general size and space and how it looks and what you can do with it, and we've done it so long that listen, you just you, you stand there and go, that's gone there. That's you make it there. comfortable as well. How many well, shops in total you, you got all together now? Oh, uh, well, at the time we'd seventeen abroad, we nine mm. in Dubai, uh, we two in Qatar, we had two in. QA, one in Saudi, three in Pakistan what was it, 17 abroad, oh, and we had 12 God. here, that's 29. Wow. But now, I think we've, what have we got here, seven, six or seven. seven? That's terrible, six or seven. We've yeah. lost a shop somewhere here, and you can't remember. <laughs> <where>. <laughs> if anyone finds uh, it, uh, just uh, let uh, us know where it is. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, the branding
1: name is still strong. Like, you've never lost a branding name. You may have lost the shops, but the branding no, name we've is changed that. to the point. We should, yeah. No, we have changed
2: that. It mm-hmm. used to be the bagel bar, and then people didn't really associate with the coffee, even though we, we really liked their coffee, and now we sold decent coffee. Uh, we changed it to the bag of our coffee house and we've redone the design three about three times because every five years, six years, you can't leave. Like, the first design we had was all walnut and like natural timbers and then mm. It's a Bagel uh, had something similar and then the Bagel Factory, the UK outfit, they came in and they had a different colour. They tried to change to look like us and then we changed it a bit to something else and... You kind of have to recreate it now you remember when all she Bean chic was in and it was like it's 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 made from an old skip and mm. used pallets and kids loved it mm. and all that was in and then it, it reverts back and it goes round. you see the cycles every you know five to ten years you see new people come in and that's great and they all want to talk. remember the beef thing coming in all the smoke smoke houses all the barbecue and the ribs and what's the what's that one called there uh, the one in, uh, beside marx in georgia street i can't remember what it's called and there's uh, the Mexican place. Mexican food came in, lots of different mm-hmm. things. Then it was burgers, Bunsen mm-hmm. Burger, uh, Wow Burger. They're all in. Then the noodle places came in. And now you have... The, the donuts have always... You know, you see all these coming and going. Smoothies and juice places. So we've seen them all come and go. Big so ones, what, small ones. What, what lot.
1: differentiates your kind of taste of the bagel bar and, and the product sell than other ones? Like, you know, because you have the likes of like Beamish Guinness, you know, that kind of stuff. Murphy's. It's a brand of that particular drink you want. But uh, how does... The,
2: well, look, bagels have been around forever. Right? Yeah. So we didn't invent it. And we took the American idea of it. If you go to America, like I said, some of our regular customers used to go away. Mm. Like the Boston Bagel Company, um, Noah's Bagels, Brew Bakers, Einstein's Bagels. Yeah. All these different bagel brands that are in America that are massive. They have 300, 500, 600 stores, huge chains. Very old shabby but the show is they make the bagels it's in the a store. Taste MLW, though, isn't it? They're very yeah, dense. H and H New York are really dense and chewy. We use mm-hmm. a California recipe and we had a French uh, flour, a French milled flour that had no uh, GMs in it. So you, but people go, oh no, GM! They don't even know what GM means, like you know. Yeah. So, we did all those things, and then it always reverted back. Genetically to, modified. The, uh, <laughs> no, General Motors. But we get on the a, a surprise in a certain. <laughs> way. But, but there's a good all yeah. around the country. There's yeah, lots good bagels, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> lots of bagels that are bread products. It's that,
1: distinctive than than other ones. Well, there's a the way of making Yeah, it, but so that's what I'm saying. The taste has to be distinctive. You can sell again There's
2: a very famous brand that's out there that has a massive retail stronghold. On, on, on bagels but if you look at them they're very soft but they're designed like that for whatever but H&H are very chewy so if yep. you go around America there are different types of bagels that you're meant to you're oven them and they soften exactly. them up yeah, but, the you... uh, but people in New York like that dense chewy but we the reason why we've done in all our travels mm. everywhere we went like we had a halloumi bagel because we realised Arabs arms love uh, Halloumi cheese and they fry it in a bit of oil. And then we realized, like, uh, they use a thing called Rahan, which is basically basil, right? But yeah. they call it Rahan. Rah- <clears throat> and in the summer, they use fresh Rahan and then they use it with basil pesto. And when we were sitting there with these guys at breakfast, they pull into these little dingy little huts and they boil like, uh, just fried uh, halloumi with a bit of oil on it and a bit of basil. And we were like, what's a crack? So we try we try anything. So we're always eating all these foods and see what the they salad, do. Try yeah. everything but you end up in hospital oh, yeah. five yeah, hours but, later. Yeah, but come here, yeah, that's okay. But <laughs> but when you t- the taste then we go, we could use that. So we had a halloumi bag, and we actually had a halloumi bag for McDonald's. McDonald's brought uh, Yeah, we did a Schwarm McDonald's brought a Halloumi product yeah. in 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 the Middle East and it was like a you know, they bring out a limited time offer, which we do. But we had the halumi product before they did. And then we realized we could use this pesto product. We got it from Kuwait. Then we do these chocolate bombs where you have mal- molten chocolate in a ghetto and you use these rubber molds. And we've seen guys making them. There's a, what's that called? that the, the chocolate shop. I can't remember what it's called. Dip and dip dip, dip. dip and dip. Mm-hmm. dip, and dip. All <laughs> it sells is chocolate. And dip. we were going, but they, the Middle East, it looks sweet. So yeah. they love sweet products. So coffee and these chocolates, crazy. You couldn't eat them, right? They're so rich in in, in sugar. Um, but we have seen how they made some stuff and the designs they did. We took that and then we had a Filipino guy, Rangy. We made a iced tea, like a an, an old Raffles Indian tea with lemon, like a, like a lemon mm-hmm. tea, but his version of it. So we called it after him, Ranji's iced tea. And then we had a Filipino guy called the Rocky, uh, <clears throat> who made a when we were bit up in the shop. Made a road yeah exactly he made a road Rocky Road uh, <laughs> uh,
0: no, he made an album it never worked uh, well, actually, he made a what,
2: film <laughs> no boxing a Filipino version of it actually believe it or not when we were opening the shops you have these staff that work so they import lots of Filipinos Pakistanis and Indians into the Middle East for work and us right? we all worked for them so you'd have this hierarchy of managers and senior managers were European or Indian and then you'd have maybe Pakistani and it goes all the way down the list but you have Filipinos working in retail and in food, right? Mm. But when we were training them in the stores we'd noticed they we'd buy food for them or we'd test the products but they'd want to cook their own native products of like, you know rice dishes and, you know chicken curries but Malaysian well, stuff yeah and so we'd have to buy the food in but we'd eat with them mm. and I'd eat with them and they were shocked by this because the the, 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 the like Emiratis or Saudis, they would not do that. No. And they'd call you sur all the time. And i go, stop calling the sur. And then we'd eat with them and go, what do you want to eat with us? But they'd make a curry in 20 minutes flat. I can make a flat curry, a Malaysian curry, in 18 minutes and I've timed it. right from. They cook, say the,
0: the curries are round now. But, right?
2: No, but I, 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 I'm not joking with you. Like from start to finish. And it's really nice, right? So. We'd see them cooking and we'd go, oh, I like that. And then Rocky was making this soup for them. And we called it, uh what was it? Oh, yeah, Rocky's was Coconut Delight. It was a yeah. chilli coconut soup. Really nice, right? Mm-hmm. So we put that on the menu. And we kept adding things. And the staff used to love that we're working for us because we'd name it after them. Very cool. And we'd put all very these personal. things in. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: We used to have an Australian girl work for us at the very start. In a yeah, jump in with the punchline, yeah. why don't you? Go on, anyway. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a breath You go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, take a breath for two seconds anyway he just said it. she yeah. was from australia but she, we 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 called uh we called the bag the brooklyn pizza bag because uh because she, she made it herself on she lunch. made it and it was a we let the staff make her own lamby and yeah. that kind of thing so she'd uh, make a bagel she'd try
2: all our bagels and then she'd go oh, i like the old she'd put the three cheeses on that we had Wax some whiskey-smoked salami because we get samples in. We couldn't do that in the Middle East because of the whiskey, but salami. She'd make that and then on a sun-dried tomato bagel and have it open. So it was like a pizza mm. with garlic mayo and and a, a tomato sauce. Then we that's good. So we changed it. We put pizza sauce on it. Then he
0: came up with the specialist but you know the funny thing is I is, own all the rice that's a funny it. thing I yeah, own own it. It. But anyway, if you ever get made that I made that, yeah, I made yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but like, it's like making them back the, the Big Mac and never get a penny for it um, <laughs> the Brooklyn the gas thing is people will say uh, oh the, the Brooklyn is that like you know was that like a, a, a Brooklyn from Brooklyn that's a Brooklyn you know recipe and we're going no there's a girl in here and she likes pizza <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I you to new york and i had a pizza in new
0: york you don't go into a pizza and
2: buy a big pizza but a slice of pizza, yeah, it's like pizza right pizza. and the different it does taste different i don't know what it is mm-hmm. when you travel and try like if you try pizza in italy it's like rectangular shaped and thin crust and you go around the world and you try all these things and because we were opening shops we'd have to eat with the owners every night and they'd love to bring us to lebanese restaurants for some reason Yes, they want to food, show you yeah, oh, I'd rather eat food, that though yeah. I'd rather eat where the locality is they try and eat the French restaurants and Italian restaurants mm. and they're nice but listen you can eat an Italian restaurant in Italy and eat in French restaurant in France I don't want to eat in Dubai or eat in Kuwait I'd rather eat their food so in Saudi we used to eat a thing called Mendi it's goat and they cook underground for 18 hours so you get a baby goat or a young goat and they heat the rocks, put them on the ground, put the leaves in, then they put all this rice in, and they put the the animal in, and the fat and juice yeah. of the animal goes into the rice, makes it nice and sticky. When you take it out, yeah. you it's literally good. the meat pulls off it's the bone. So good, yeah. But it's full thing. But I'd be I'd be like living on that. And but they see that as common food, so yeah. they eat that at home, and they make chicken mendy, which is cooked really slowly, like mm-hmm. in the tagine, like they cook it really slow and use the juices. But they think that's. Like anything, any you know stew and coddle Ooh, and coddle. Coddle, yeah, yeah. common but, food, but they think that, that they're embarrassed to give you that, and I'm yeah. going, no, that's what I want. That's really I want to taste let the lentil soup. Lentil soup in Saudi and Kuwait when they make it, we it's amazing. It's like a lemon. Yeah?
1: Brad. Any competition from the goats and uh, the chickens <laughs> in Australia? I mean, crocodile, kangaroo, eat all that kind of stuff as well. But it is the variety of food, and when you go to a destination as well, just as Ray said, why eat something that's not French when you go to France?
0: Exactly. When in Rome, do as the Romans. Exactly. That's yeah. a, that's a, it's a common day sign for a reason, isn't it? Like, but you get you? the
2: best of the local products, and we were always looking for things that we wanted, yeah. but we've helped guys Well, not the bagels now, there's no goat in no, the no, bagels. We wanted to do a Mendy bagel, because yeah. I thought people would associate that. Well, over there you could do it, really. Well, as a kid, yeah. they grow up doing that. Yeah, but the alo- the, alo- alo- the Halumi we sold no. there, actually we developed muffins as well, they love desserts, so we created... Mm we created the tiramisu muffin and uh, we created the uh, it was tiramisu cake <laughs> it was no it was a, t- a muffin based like a tiramisu but we had a a, a, a toffee and date because he dates dates yeah. are have more vitamin C than oranges so they use dates in the Middle East we I used to love dates as a kid my dad liked them and then I seen them eating them there and I was going why don't we make so we trailed a load of muffins we made them here with the guys from cuisine uh millish a baker that they bought for making muffins and uh we tried them and tested them and then we had them made and we shipped them abroad. And we were supplying, like, I don't know if the guys even knew it, but well, we were supplying, what was the name of the uh, the cookies we were supplying and the muffins? Who did we supply them to? Uh, Tim Hortons and uh, somebody in the Middle East. So we were supplying them their products. But the idea was we'd invent it or develop it, sell it in everything for a year, gain a bit of traction, and then when we wanted to get mass to get volume, sell it into other places that would want to buy it. And in the end, uh, when we developed them, we had loads of ideas for doing all that. In the end, we had a shitload of these muffins that we made. Mm. And we ended up, when we were selling them here, they were gorgeous. Mm. But people were going, oh, dates, toffee and date. When we changed, yeah, it. Yeah. When we changed Minks, the name yeah. of it here to Sticky Toffee, because there was yeah. toffee in it. But then Sticky they Toffee pudding. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't, you couldn't we get sold rid them, of it. Yeah. <laughs> we we sold them once we the, changed the name. The here, and then when people were eating, them, going, oh, these are nice. And you go, oh, there's dates in it. But if you told them it was toffee and date, yeah, they the means wouldn't try it. So we had other products like that. And then we had what was the, the, the we did lots of wraps and we did focaccia breads and we did a mushroom a creamed mushroom for focaccia bread breakfast the the Egyptian yeah, go, he yeah. created that lots of different things and then we have now in Azerbaijan there's yeah. different things but when they bring us for meals they bring us to a Lebanese restaurant and we eat whatever it is yeah and the same as you say what we got food poison and how you got sick mm. in Russia I got sick had a meeting nearly that they brought me to the hospital no one spoke English the nurse kept coming in giving me this horrible like kind of is
1: someone trying to kill you right prison type food yeah, so yeah, I had yeah. to design
2: on the food I'll give Brad the pictures you can put on the yeah, podcast yeah. I had to do unhappy faces I did a graveyard <laughs> made of the food with my initial on it to yeah. show that this was killing me yeah. and the nurse cop what it was and then a, a sad face made of potatoes with the dried meat that was on it, and so,
0: it humor, so we yeah. said the your woman that opened the thing oh and I yeah, made the yeah, picture no, no, she speak right. English so I'm like well, I like yourself so few Ray,
1: yeah, yeah. Ray well, when's the book coming out, Ray? <laughs>
2: uh, or the movie? <laughs> uh, Statue of Limitations. Seven years uh, has to be for Statue of Limitations and uh, Deniable Plausibility. So we have to wait for all that to go through on list of devices before we make
0: the <laughs> book. But you we gonna, will. You're going to say something. I was going to say, this is, give me another vodka. That's what you should yeah. after. Yeah, exactly.
2: Know. We've had
1: a few of them as well, haven't we? So for people who want to go to local um, you know, bag bar, coffee houses in Dublin, where where, where are your branches?
2: Um, Liffey Street and Abbey Street on the corner, uh, Omni Park and Santry. Uh, we have a the ABC, that's closed. That's We're my local one. And we have um, in Mahan Point in Cork, and we have one in the Keyside in Sligo Shopping Centre, and we have one in Gory Shopping Centre, Dundalk. Uh, Dundalk in the mm. Marshes. Uh, where's the other one? I keep telling the mystery one. The one that moves around. We have a mobile <laughs> man guy, Anto, that I know years. Dairy. See, when you talk about six yeah. degrees of separation and how yeah. things work and Callum's big into synchronicity and things that happen and, and some of it, even though we'd be babbling when we're pissed, drinking when we're away and all the plane talking, some of it actually then does happen and he goes, I told you that is, yeah. that is this. Synchro you're, destiny. You're putting her out there to the universe. But the guy so who has the yeah. mobile exactly, man, yeah. he's said, Anto, yeah. a mate of mine who grew up in London who was a big steel contractor in Sydney, does all the rail stuff, does the Sydney Opera House. Mad guy, we used to have mad times in London together. He opened up a steel fixing thing, and uh, Noel O'Neill, and his sort brother of Harry, he's up in, um, in Adelaide. And I have friends, I lived in Australia for a couple of years, so I have friends out there. I went there with the kids a couple of years ago after 20 years, and it was like I just went out to get a bottle of milk because I hadn't seen them. <laughs> so we went out and went mad. Uh, I made his work from came back to Ireland and I didn't know this and he just bumped into me wanted to do something didn't realize this what he happened and he goes yeah I worked as a steel fixer in Australia And Sydney I went oh did you ever hear a bloke on there O'Neill and he goes that's what we worked for and, no and I went no way and yeah. so all of those things that happen and how they happen just bizarre for you would reason. not believe like the things that have happened where parts have crossed it's Callum would tell you uh, loads of different things you just
0: couldn't make it up as you go along no.
2: actually mm. if you were in a book people wouldn't believe it's,
1: that not, that's
0: it's,
2: not, a, it's not fact it's fiction one of, yeah,
0: a, yeah. One of, the, one of the funny things that happened <laughs> when we were in Pakistan right? it was at the time when Breaking uh, Breaking Bad was on and I used to say oh, I was Jesse Pinkman and he was uh, what's your man's name um, Walter Walter, 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 Walter Boy, Boy, yeah. yeah. so we were going yeah. I was saying we should have filmed this we should have got a camera crew going around yeah. we're going to breaking bagels they yeah. Breaking Bagels but it wouldn't have been a great. Oh, we made an it. Yeah. We Think, do have a video ad that we made. But a, there was a Pakistani guy. This kind of real mean-looking guy. He had this like machine gun, machine gun Security on the security on the, the, the bag right? So he was just every day we'd look at him. I was trying to make him laugh. We'd never smile. Not every one smile. word. Never spoke a word. Just so stood there, staring. One day him. we were coming out of the car, and it's near the end. we were finishing up. One day I came out of the car, right? And I went. To die. I just said to him, "One, yeah, bitch." And the, the guy just looked, the guy just looks down, and goes. Bitch. Yeah, yeah bitch. <laughs> it like, he had to say for three weeks. Just <laughs> like, bitch. <laughs> you knew. It. Well oh, we had
2: like we had the full Pakistani mm-hmm. cricket team, which are like the superstars of, of Massive, Pakistan. Huge, yeah. They came to open the shop mm-hmm. the uh, uh, the winner of uh, uh, Pakistan Idol or X Factor, he was there to open the shop. The same in we Q8, their mm-hmm. guy opened the shop, the winner of that which is a show that's like X Factor here, big mm-hmm. big deal for them. They opened the shops. We had, uh, we met, who did we
0: meet? We met the... Hey there. Are you a business owner who would like to sell online gift vouchers from your own website? Or be listed on the Vouch app website? If so, please get in touch. There are no setup fees. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook to see exactly what we're doing. We can even get you here on this podcast. So for more information, please contact us at info at vouchitapp.com. You won't regret it. They opened
2: the shops. We had, uh, we met, who did we meet? We met the the, the, the Saudi, the the king. Prince. The king now, he was the prince then. Met him in, he has a thing called Spirit of, Spirit of Saudi was his Yeah, he was singing. Purple. How this happens is, the son of the guy who has my franchise there speaks. Perfect Queen's English, like, oh, college yeah. educated, right? Eton, John. Jones. Really. Oh, really. What? Yeah, but, but really good. Oh, way. yeah, yeah. Cool. His friend at school became the assistant to the prince. Now, they, they, they have, over there, the, the king has brothers whose sons can inherit. The house of sod, it's not yeah, it doesn't, it's go, nice. it doesn't yeah. go from the king yeah. to his son. You yeah. can go to the uncle, and one <clears> of the <modern throat> guys had... Like uh, Parkinsons or Alzheimer's, was quite old. And when the king died, hmm. it's who you approached who's going to be open. And who's over. going to be old school. A and yeah. Similar, right? But uh, so the young guy that ended up becoming we met him, right? And he's managed to like horse racing, and his wife is stunning. And I mean, if you got like all of the Miss Miss Worlds for the last twenty years and put them all together. And then made this hybrid like weird science kelly brought back yeah <laughs> that's how that's how stunning his 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 missus was in the room yeah. we were getting a half hour audience with him only because uh, Abdul, their friend, and uh, his mate went to school, and he was getting us and meeting with him. So we're only supposed to have half an hour. We were waiting for about an hour and a half, two hours, aren't we? Mm. about horse racing in Ireland. And what they all, love, yeah. But you know, can't. they love they love cam, camel milk. Mm. So they, if you buy chocolates made with camel milk, it's a, it's a real boutique thing, but it costs a fortune. So in wow. the Middle East, you'll see chocolate shops that sell yeah. baskets of mm. like a hamper of made with mm. camel milk or camel steaks, young camel. There's no fat in it. It's like turkey. There's yeah. no fat in the meat, and they mm. love it. But they sell it in Harrods and sell it in a few places and it's mad expensive. And I sent him, you should do that in Ireland. Like, that'd be great. And he's like, what do you mean? And I went, you know, you have llamas and you have this. I said, why don't you bring the camels to Ireland? And he goes, well, it will not be too cold. And I went, you just put blankets on them. You've air conditioned for your horses. You remember to go to the south with the air conditioning? Yeah, the horses. in the zoo. The <coughs> horses yeah, yeah. were better looked after than some of his staff because he had them in these air conditioned yeah. stables. Beautiful Arabian stallions. You know, yeah, that right horses look like yeah. seahorses yeah. Yeah. with the face. Snow it's white. The, the supermodels of horses. This guy had this ranch in the middle of south in Jeddah. Desert, dust, roads, everything kind of looking like it's been built and then we pull into this walled enclosure which is like paradise. All green lawns, palm trees. Were you with me then when we, did, we to him? No. You know? But pulled in, he has an arena, a show arena, <laughs> brings all the horses really? out. <laughs> brings yeah, all the horses out. Like, I had to hump him. We were having and dinner that. with this guy, right? And yeah. he was like skinny, like you yeah. said, bolt. But he was a picture of himself when he looked like... Uh, uh, notorious B.I.G. That's yeah, he yeah. was like 20 foot <laughs> down. And I said to him, but how did you get so slim? And he goes, I had a gas. He had a bagel and he had half it. And it's in Sorry, it's rude. Like, you know, you eat, like when they say they belch or you eat other food. It's rude to leave something if you give them it. So I thought he didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, and yeah. I just went, well, is there something wrong with that? He goes, no, no, I can't eat anymore. That's all I can eat. I'm full. And he told me, I said, what? And he told me he got a gastric band. And I said to him, what, why did you do that? And his answer was, I could not fit into my Ferrari. Right, wow. and he, me, he showed me the pictures. <laughs> right, what a problem his family. Like have. His family. This guy was black, 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 like you would think African, not Arabic or it's, it's, um, Saudi. But his family were from whatever uh, Medina, right? And uh, his family had they made marble for like big buildings, the marble floors and whatever. So they bought a marble mine in Modena beside Ferrari. His father knew Enzo Ferrari. His Ferraris are parked in Ferrari beside uh Ren- um, Ronaldo's Ferrari, right? They take the battery out, put a blanket on the car, keep the paint the same. And when he's flying over, they take it out, bring it round the track, tune it up for him, he comes in, picks up the keys and spins off. And I said many of you got. This is a young guy, his mm-hmm. has he has like five or eight Ferraris. One of them was worth five or six million. These guys are me, the so you meet all these guys that are just show blogs and they go, Come yeah. out, come out yeah. to the, the ranch and do you wanna go do you wanna drive have you Driven Lamborghinis yeah. in Saudi. Mm. Kalashnikovs shooting them out the window. It's normal for them. Well, high high no. earning families in Saudi can carry guns because yeah. they carry a lot of money. You know, you think no one would steal yeah. or rob, but a lot of immigrant workers when they go for a Hajj, the religious mm-hmm. thing because they're they're Muslim, they're, they have to let them in mm-hmm. under this religious like agreement. But you have millions of people go to Mecca, mm-hmm. but then they never leave, and you think they can't, they don't claim like benefits it's not dollar but they live from hand to mouth working and there's millions of these people and you're going how did they get away with it so they have to let me in but high ranking, so they steal and stuff so but high ranking or high earning individuals mm. can carry guns bro Come we listen just talking about you know saudis and um, donald trump as you know
1: column is a good friend of the saudis do you reckon he like uh, a bagel bar um you know food Item, do
0: you reckon he you, did it? <laughs> do, do, do Donald Trump. Yeah, do Donald, do Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like do the approach of Donald Trump. It was a great idea. A great yeah. idea. We, we have, have the it. best bagels. The best we bagel. We'd to throw
1: one th- in there because okay. we're really short I don't even know so he has to go to get it in, yeah. He would like an old bagel. I mean he was over in Doombag last year, obviously. Well, yeah, he, he was, was not in it. Saudi, he
2: was not there. That was all the dream. Well
0: Park Carrington likes a bagel, doesn't he? Oh, Park loves bagels. they are the best bagels they've ever had now and when I go golfing with Caroline, I say uh, do you know your man, Ray. Uh, he sent me a bagel. you would talk to me before I sent me a bagel. He loves the holes in the bagel. And too, the yeah. hole. We love the hole. And it's great It's great because the holes are not too big. Perfectly diameter. Diameter. What's the size of them? Uh, I don't know what size. And would
1: Colin McGregor like it as well? Was he, he a fan of it? No? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually met him last week. Yeah, when uh, he, was, I, I believe I believe he was out in uh, Dublin on, on Saturday. We, uh, we were expecting well, the meet Brian like Cam <laughs> as well. We have a family coming well. over next week. Prince William's coming over with Kate. We
2: did, yeah, yeah, we, cool did l- you we did an advert. We did a viral. We did lots of them. Yeah,
0: we yeah, did what, lots of viral yeah, ads. Remember all the yeah. ads we did on Madlibs? He did oh, yeah, yeah. Prince William and uh, yeah. Megan getting married, talking about bagels. We did. i oh, Harry? We did. Yeah. And we go. Um, uh, the winter is coming. Remember <laughs> that? We go. We like. What's his name? John. We like that. The winter. We like that. And we were saying we had these things called um, the fraps. What do they called them? No, mango. Oh, mango. And we go. The mango bread. We go. The blends are coming. <laughs> she, she's going, we did all the little viral really ads. I mean. like, instead of the widow's coming, the blends are coming.
2: We did Father Ted as well, Holy
0: Bagels. Yeah. You love,
2: actually, you know what? That type of humour, people, normal advertising, magazines, and radio, I just don't think they work. If you're going to give something out to customers, give it to the people that are around the shop, local businesses, local people that come in, discounts, loyalty things, points. You do all that and you give them, that's where you make the thing. But little funny viral ads that don't take too seriously. <laughs> That's the thing that yeah, hits home quicker and you want to vouch it as well right, you you it's combining for you it's, it's going well Callum ha- I know Brad before Callum is like with me together years Brad worked for the business when Callum was out with the business for a while um, through Alex yep. I think it was, it was and, yeah. and Alex worked for me me and her dad are, grew up together as mates i held her in my arms which is a day old she yeah. was their operations director and trainer uh, she's now works for uh, Glen glenn uh dairy Glen dairy, Glen. dairy Glen. and Ma- we have some of her stuff in some of the stores she's great she can run the business she's brilliant she went all over the world with us myself and cal went together with and alex came on board and worked so all, that connection that family that kind of whole thing that's the way the business has always been then Callum was with brad carl's had lots of different ideas that he wanted to do himself and even though we work together, I'm all about go ahead, go, off you go. His brain is and, always in the go, isn't it? No, but come back yeah. and and yeah. try that. And he does stand up comedy. He's really funny. Yeah, like,
0: naturally Kong funny. Like, oh well, keep <laughs> it going, keep it go, going. <laughs> Brad, Brad
2: does the social media stuff. And that's then, the quiet one. Now. And then yeah. the two of those guys, yeah. guys together
0: yeah.
2: do venture. Yeah. And actually, that's a really great idea. And it they asked me would like, I yeah. give him a like a, an input of what I think to help them. And I. No problem doing that, and they help us. We help them. That's a, it's a great idea. The whole way they do it. There's lots of other voucher things you can do. Some of them are really just about getting the commission and getting the money. But how they do their business, um, it's really good. So when he said, "Would you do the podcast?" Look, I do my it's like family. But would you do this podcast? Uh, it's a great business. It really is a great business. There's like the commission they charge is really competitive from everyone else. Uh, the idea of it, and I, I'm a big believer on on social media. You have to have a cool name, or Mm. there's no point in being called something bizarre. Voucher is good. Voucher is a little name. name. And and you can see people going, "Oh yeah!" And the way the the world is gone, my kids, younger kids, the next generation, the millennials—you call Mm.
0: them—everything
2: is online. Everything is like like the phones. And why not give? Why not give vouchers? All that bullshit. Here's cash or mm. the presents you don't want that you get at christmas and but you know you have a room full of them and you give them to other people you pan them off as mm. like the well, vouchers are great we've it's sold just,
0: specials mm. for the bagel bar for vouchers as well Like mm. you know like you might have a 20 euro a 25 euro voucher for 20 euro i have a room full of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> well that's you
1: you've got great endorsement today from ray Cowser, the owner and founder of the bagel bar and coffee house and um, best of luck with everything i know it's, it's flying for you now and uh Let's hope the success you you earned over the years will continue. No, it's in bits
2: I can hopefully you're gonna get a job. (laughs) I thought you said I was getting a job out of this, what's going on?
0: Well that's all you can become my slave. I was actually just gonna round it up and say if I could summarise this whole conversation. Yeah. If you're looking for a, a new mate to go out for a pint with,
2: all you got to do is go in buy a bagel and ask for Ray. Yeah, you're, uh, anyone, look, you're more than welcome. We normally drink in Mulligans on Fridays between <laughs> 8 and 11, and Quinlan's in the Cundalkan between
0: uh, the second Friday of every month. Yeah, yeah You'll yeah, find yeah. us at the end of the bar. There'll be queues everywhere. you want to give
1: information, Facebook details about that kind of yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, so if you want to go on to get a voucher, go on to mm. voucherapp.com, or if you want to buy a, v- bag, or a voucher from the bagel bar, just go on to the website and you can log on to the vouchers, get vouchers and you can see what's in there. So uh, yeah, go to voucherapp.com or thevegabar.com
2: And if you want to buy
0: us a drink, you'll meet us in (laughs) Finland or (laughs) Mulligans or any old establishment Also, uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, checking our Instagram and Facebook pages and just give us a like. There's loads of competitions going on there too, so there's loads of interesting stuff going on.
1: Carl and Brad and of course Ray, thank you so much for talking to us on the Voucher podcast
2: show today. No problem You're welcome.
0: Thanks Rob, we'll see you next time